Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So in this episode today, I'm going to touch on five tips for dieting for summer. In terms of why I thought I'd come up with this episode, is because it's not long after the new year. Oh, we're get we're getting there, nearly at the end of February, but it feels like it was a couple of weeks back, and we're getting closer to summer. This is most likely the time where folk are wanting to start dieting phases, are wanting to lose a bit more body fat, and need a bit let's say they might need a bit of guidance to do so so i thought i'd give you some uh, guidance and tips prior to starting and i thought it would be a good like time or period to do so right now uh, first of all if you enjoy the podcast and uh you'd like to support it at all feel free to subscribe like share it on your story leave a rating and review or a comment if you're listening on youtube all support is greatly appreciated i can't thank you enough so jumping into the episode in terms of my first tip that I recommend you implement if you're looking to start a dieting phase or plan a dieting phase for summer, the first one is if make sure you're in a routine. So if you're in a routine with, let's say, training, nutrition and sleep, it'll be much easier to transition into a diet. Because if, let's say, you've not got a routine established prior and you just look to be consistent as soon as your diet starts then you're missing the ability to build muscle and improve your body composition at maintenance which will as a result let's say you are wanting to lose body fat let's say you set maintenance and you start training more consistently start training harder you're more consistent with your sleep you're more consistent with your nutrition then what will most likely happen you will most likely build some muscle as a result of that and if you keep the weight the same and you build muscle muscle weighs something so you're most likely going to be losing body fat as well. If, you, the, if you're extremely advanced in training, most likely won't happen much. But if, let's say, you're not super advanced, then this is definitely possible. And then the more you can progress your lifts with good form, the more likelihood of this taking place. So if you can improve your body composition by like just training hard at maintenance, then by the time you start your dieting phase, you'll have less body fat to pull off, which will mean an easier dieting phase, a uh, greater likelihood of success and most likely it's just less of a pain to get into the body composition you want to be in so make sure you're in a routine with everything prior and it will be much easier to transition into the diet like if let's say you don't have anything in place and you start a dieting phase you will be like quite overwhelmed it will take a while for you to get into the groove get everything in a good spot whereas if let's say you're consistent when you are not dieting then you'll just have to like click your fingers drop your food a bit and then you start losing weight then not much changes and it's like that's kind of what happens to myself when i'm dieting not to sound smug or that but the only difference when i'm dieting is i'm eating a bit less my lifestyle doesn't change much uh, i'm maybe a bit more rigid oh I'm, I'm more rigid i don't really go out for meals as much i'm not saying you need to do that my goals might be different to yours but what i'm basically saying is it means you're not having to change an awful lot you're not stressed or overwhelmed when you do start a diet it's a smooth transition and you're going to have a greater likelihood of success if you can nail and tick the boxes like having a routine with your training and when you like go go for steps etc and when you eat etc it will yield a better outcome when you do begin your diet and it also like I said, gives you just the ability to establish habits that will help when you start dieting. For example, you could maybe 
have a period where you always go walk throughout your day and then when you're dieting just add some add that add to that walk make it a bit longer or if you've already got some structure for your meals like uh, a water goal fruit and veg intake for the day meal timing and frequency and like your steps like i said then all you'll have to do is kind of tweak those things maybe eat a bit less carbohydrates from things like rice oats what other other like carbs you have in your diet and then increase your fruit and veg a bit and then you won't be as hungry and then things will start moving in terms of scale weight dropping and yeah when you like establish your routine you'll just need to make some small alterations then the weight will come off you'll not need to drastically change things it will be a lot less stressful like i said and in terms of my next tip if you're looking to diet is give yourself plenty of time the reason being is most people uh, underestimate how much body fat they have to get off so you might think oh i've only got five kilograms to lose and then i'll be lean this was kind of the same as i thought like when i was starting prep and i didn't think i'd have to get that light to have the amount of detail i needed to have to be fair it wasn't far off what i thought and the reason being is i obviously asked my coach and also as well as that i listen to a lot of podcasts myself do a lot of research myself and that's a common trend and something a lot of people say is usually you'll lose more than you think you need to lose. So I kind of knew to an extent, uh, but still it holds like true that you should most likely uh, overestimate how much you have to lose. If you think you should lose five kilograms, add another two and a half. Like always think you need to lose a bit more. And in terms of why else you should give yourself plenty of time, we have periods like social events, holidays, and periods of sickness which can arise, and also interruptions and maybe some adherence issues depending how easy you find dieting, how disciplined you are, etc. So if, let's say, you give yourself enough time, it means you will not have to stress if any of these roadblocks or hiccups happen and you'll be able to still get to your end goal at the time you want to reach at, if it's for a holiday, etc. Uh, the worst scenario, if you give have more time than you need, is you've got less stress and you can take a slower approach when you're leaner, which will lead to most likely better performance and an easier diet uh, because when we're leaner that's when you want to be slower because energy availability is lower when you think about it when our body fat's high body fat is energy stored on our body that's why we have body fat because if you think about like when when food was scarce years and years ago <clears throat> when people hunted if let's say you don't you didn't store body fat then there might be periods where there's a long time where you might go without food and that's obviously not going to be ideal for survival so having the ability to store body fat means when you don't have food available due to being let's say the winter months you can tap into that food source but yeah uh, so it is ideal to usually take a slower approach when energy availability is lower or when you're leaner because you'll usually feel it more performance can drop easier etc so yeah give yourself plenty of time and uh, it, will, it will ultimately lead to a better outcome and something else you can do as well is if let's say you are dieting for like a holiday then if you finish the diet before the holiday because you let's say plan to lose a certain amount you reach that goal uh, what you can start doing is eating that maintenance and bringing your calories up i've also got a podcast on how to reverse out of a diet 
off the top of my head, it's most likely around 20 episodes ago, if you want to check that out, or you can just search for it. Uh, but basically, if we can reverse out of a diet, if we can bring our calories up before, let's say, going on holiday, meaning if we can gradually increase our calories week on week, letting our body adapt so we don't gain body fat, etc., then we can basically go on holiday eating more calories on a daily basis without gain, gaining weight. It will also allow us to have a bit more flexibility when we're on holiday. We'll also have lower hunger because usually right after dieting phases when hunger is the highest. Uh, so it means hunger won't be an issue, which means you can enjoy your holiday without worrying about gaining a lot of weight back due to having a calorie maintenance that's higher and having lower hunger. And my next tip in terms of dieting for summer is be aggressive out the gate. So like I said in regards to giving yourself plenty of time, we can afford to, let's say, be aggressive out the gate because we've got more energy availability. We've got more body fat stored on our body. So we don't need to be really cautious about being uh, really slow, etc. You've also not really got much performance drop-off at the start of a dieting phase. Uh, so when you're heavier, you don't notice the difference because, again, you've got more energy availability. And your and usually like when you lose the last bit of body fat, that's when your lifts start to suffer a bit, not when you lose the first bit. So there's no reason why you can't be aggressive because usually when we start a dieting phase, ideally our calories are pretty high. We've not got any built-up dieting fatigue because we've just started the diet. So, yeah, lose fast while you can. Chip the body fat off at a fast rate and it will save you weeks of dieting. Uh, basically, a good way to assess how, if you're dieting too fast, is if you're losing performance. If you're not losing performance, and even better, if you're still managing to progress, and you're not going to be losing muscle, really. So, just you don't need to stress about losing at let's say one percent a week etc just just hammer it at the start really and then you can even eat more when you are hungrier and when you are feeling fatigued because you've been aggressive at the start you've got a good bit off and then you can slow the rate of loss slightly by eating more calories eating more food and you've also not got any built up diet fatigue so when we diet just like when we train hard it accumulates fatigue which can I mean we're draggy we're not feeling great we've got a lack of energy our mood's a bit lower we can be irritable uh, these are all symptoms of diet fatigue just basically tiredness physical and mental tiredness from training not from training sorry from dieting so if let's say we don't have any at the start then we can afford to be nice and fast because we're not going to have the negative repercussions of dieting aggressively when we have got diet fatigue built up so yeah just go for it out the gate don't be afraid to like lose fast. The only caveat to that is if you can't stick to it. So the same applies with like other aspects. The the only caveat to let's say what training program you should do or the only or like what food you should eat, etc. is compliance is a science, as I've spoke about. Basically, if you can diet aggressively and do it, because it's probably gonna be better. Uh, mean you're not going to have to diet for as long and especially at the start but the only caveat to that is if let's say your calories aren't in an appropriate spot and it will mean you'll have to drive them super low you won't be able to stick to it etc then a driver just see someone raise their calories and take a slower approach but if let's say you are struggling to stick to a diet you are got low calories when you're entering a dieting phase and i'd maybe consider what you did before the dieting phase and if you're let's say 
crash dieting time and time again, you feel that like you're always in a dieting phase and that's most likely an issue and most likely why your calories are low. Uh, so I'd try and spend time not dieting, just training hard at maintenance and maybe trying to gradually eat a, a touch more, just add in maybe if you're really concerned and stressed about it, just like 50 calories like every week when your weight doesn't move up and then that will just allow you to increase your intake and obviously if you pair that with training consistently you can do so more aggressively but if you're really cautious and stressed about gaining weight then you can do so at a slower rate meaning adding calories at a slower rate so next up another tip is max out your weight training before adding cardio so if you're looking to diet for summer then you've got more bang for your buck doing weight training and what I mean by this is I'd rather see someone train five times a week before, let's say, doing any sort of cardio or doing any sort of other activity, like adding more steps. And granted, obviously, if you've got some people have different commitments. So, again, it comes down to what can you stick to, what is reasonable for your schedule. But if, let's say, you do have the ability to, I'd rather see someone train more than do cardio or do more steps and the reason being it's got more bang for your buck you'll make more progress doing weight training long term than doing cardio and the reason being is we've got the ability to obviously build muscle when we are weight training we've got the ability to improve our physique as a result of that so if you're currently training two times a week increase it to three four maybe five before even thinking about adding cardio uh, the reason being is you'll be much more likely to retain muscle and build muscle during your diet and also muscle is metabolically active, which means we basically burn calories just having muscle on our frame. And an analogy I like to use is the bigger the car, or the bigger the engine, the bigger the car, the more fuel it requires. What I mean by that is, if you have, let's say, a massive truck or a small wee Nissan Micra or a Vauxhall Corsa, my first car for those interested, uh, the Vauxhall Corsa will be a lot more fuel efficient than the big truck. And what I mean by fuel efficient is, as it relates to us, it will require less fuel. It will require less calories in our case. And the same applies. If you, if let's say you weigh 100 kilos and you're just, you, you've got a ton of muscle, not much body fat, or you're 50 kilos, you've got a wee bit of muscle, then what do you think is going to require more calories just to keep on your frame it's going to be the person with 100 kilos of or not 100 kilos of muscle the person weighing 100 kilograms who's really muscled because muscle is metabolically active meaning you burn calories just having muscle on your frame so it's super important just to try and build muscle if your goal is to improve your body composition because that will make you look better and also due to burning more calories when you have muscle so yeah Gaining muscle will make a big visual difference to your body composition, so I highly recommend doing so and maxing out your weight training before even thinking about adding cardio. And in terms of what else I recommend is when you're dieting, prioritize eating carbs and calories around training. And again, before this, what matters most with your diet is being able to stick to your calorie goal. So if this goal means you can't stick to your calorie goal, and uh, you'll struggle to stick to your your diet then obviously that's the one caveat that will be understandable to an extent but i'd say try and be more disciplined try and manage your hunger with your other meals better uh, but 
prioritize eating your carbs and calories around your training. The reason I say your carbs and your calories is it's mainly our carbohydrates we want around our training that's going to benefit us most being our main source of energy. But if, let's say, you don't track your carbs, which you don't have to at all, uh, then what I'd focus on is just have your bigger meals around training uh, and have food, have foods that you know have carbs in it, which can be like bread, rice, oats, uh, fruits, that sort of thing around your training window. Uh, so we want the majority of our food around our training because that's when we will require it. So first of all, carbohydrates are our main source of energy, which is why we want them in particular around our training. And in terms of like a good place to start is just eat a decent amount of your calories around training. Try and get like like a good place is like 500 if you can. It depends on what calories you're dieting on. If you're like a very, very short and small female, not a lot of muscle, your calorie goal might be quite low. You might be eating 1,500 calories. Uh, in this case, it might be a bit difficult to eat that much around your training. Uh, so what I'd say is just you know, I mean, try your best and try and just center as much as you can and that you can realistically stick to. But basically, we want a lot of calories around the training window because that's when we'll use them. If you think about it just in feed day, what will... If I said, right, one person... Let's say we've done a study. These two people are identical twins. One person, uh, the majority of their calories before and after training. The other person, uh, the majority of their calories as far away from training as possible. Who do you think is going to build more muscle, perform better, recover better? The person who eats their calories around the training window, arguably. It's shown that will help in terms of putting you in a good state to build muscle and prevent muscle protein breakdown basically prevent you losing muscle as well and yeah instead pull them from your other meals instead so if let's say you're trying to make a diet manipulation meaning if you need to drop your calories when you're dieting if let's say you have like carbohydrates and fat or let's say your meals are evenly spaced just to simplify things i'd rather see someone pull it from the meal far away from their training so if let's say you work a nine five you eat five times a day you train in between your fourth and fifth meal of the day. I'd rather see someone pull the carbohydrates out completely of their first two meals than having, let's say, instead having like no carbs at the end of the day. I'd rather see someone pull them out at the start of the day. And also it's usually a bit more manageable. Like if I'm dieting, what I'd rather do and what I think is just easier and like less brutal on paper is I'd rather go the first half of the day being a bit hungry, not having much, and then knowing, right, I've got food for the second half of the day. Because the opposite, if, let's say, you eat all your calories at the start of the day, usually if you're dieting, you're always a bit hungry. You could always eat a bit more, so you'll probably still be hungry. And then you know you've got to go the rest of the day without eating, which is a bit rubbish. So, yeah, arguably it will lead to better performance, recovery, and also muscle growth in doing so. And so pull them from your other meals if you can. And like I said, this will most likely result in a better end product. So yeah, quick recap on the tips I recommend if you're looking to start dieting for summer or just start dieting in general. First of all, establish a routine prior. It will mean you'll transition into a diet a bit more effectively. It won't be as much of a shock to the system and you can push your performance up and build muscle at maintenance, improve your body composition before even starting a diet. That's something I've done myself with one of my clients and they started their diet in a better body comp, which means they're going to have to diet less body fat often. 
we've not been dieting for long and we're already we're nearly finished to be honest next up give yourself plenty of time social events holidays periods of sickness rise other interruptions so you want to take them in consideration be aggressive out the gate we've got energy availability through stored body fat so we don't need to be nice and slow max out your weight training before adding cardio it's got more bang for your buck doing it we can basically burn more calories if we've got more muscle and also improve how we look if we've got more muscle and lastly prioritize eating your carbs and calories around your training it'll allow you to maintain better performance and also have a better end product and retain or build muscle as a result of it so thank you very much for everyone listening hope everyone has a great day if you are interested in my only coaching service and want a hand dieting for summer you want to do it the right way you don't want to let's say you lose your muscle you don't want to struggle with adherence or that then Feel free to inquire about my coaching service if you want to take things to the next level. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. Please like, share, subscribe if you enjoyed the episode.